I'm having such a hard time recording this. I have no idea why. <laughs> First of all, I want to apologize for two things. My voice. I think I'm in like a hungover of honestly, like just shifting hemispheres really, really fucked me up. I think, okay, this is the second summer that I lived this year. And, um, I don't know. I don't think I'm I'm used to the heat at the moment where I'm at. It, I don't I don't really know what it is. I truly don't know. I think I'm just truly having a hard time adapting like my body kind of like adapting back to I don't know if it's allergies. I don't know what it is. It's kind of embarrassing cuz I <laughs> apologize for this precise thing on our, on the last episode um in Spanish and if you're coming from there, I'm, I'm I'm really, really sorry that my voice is just the same. I'm having a really hard time just getting through this cold or whatever it is, particularly because I have no idea what it is. However, I'm delighted to be here this year, <laughs> this year, right here, right now, because it's a very special episode. I am going to be talking about something that I'm really, really passionate about, like most of the things that I talk about in here. However, 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 this episode is revisiting an episode that I recorded last year around this time of the year and around a similar topic. And in this case, it's Matariki. (laughs) So... We're going to be talking about summer solstice reflections. Kind of iconic. It's my first summer solstice in June. Well, June, July. In the Northern Hemisphere in like 20 years. Just getting in like four. But like, you know, it's felt like 20. Um, We're going to... I'm going to be giving you some amazing journal prompts for this time of the year. For this... To reflect upon the year that we, the year, the half of the first half of the year that we just left behind, that we have just lived, and to also reflect upon and create, redesign, um, welcome the second part of the year. So, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about um, summer solstice reflections, uh, releasing the winter in this case for us it's the winter um, in Aotearoa New Zealand <laughs> where I was living um, at for the past few years it's winter and I remember I mean it's it's it kind of became a habit to me that my birthday July 8 was like I mean I grew up of course with like a summer birthday but like then it became like the winter so now that I'm back in summer, I'm just kind of like, oh my god, this is amazing, you know, like, I just did not remember what having a summer birthday was, and it's amazing, and I'm really happy, so this is kind of a space where I'm revisiting the space where I was at last year, recording a very similar episode, sharing insights of what I learned about Matariki, so Matariki is this public holiday celebrated in New Zealand. It comes from Te Ao Māori, which is the indigenous culture in Aotearoa, New Zealand. And last year, it was the first time that... It was the first year that it was a public holiday. And it was the first time that the West has acknowledged an indigenous 
a holiday, an indigenous tradition, an indigenous philosophy as, in this case, as a public holiday. So it's something quite special. As a colonized country, it's amazing seeing that there's some sort of, um, you know, there's so much still to do and there's a lot that can be done better. But I think having that widely acknowledged and having some conversation around it and, you know, hearing the kinds of conversations that would come up would come up out of there was really special and I was so inspired and moved by what I learned from Matariki and the space that it kind of sparked within me to ask myself questions that or have a little pause that I hadn't had in a very long time so this year is no different everybody I reflected so much to re- in order to record this episode, of course, um, and write down my notes, I reflect a lot upon um, the space where I was at last year, the space that I'm at this year, um, what I kind of, you know, want to release, what I want to um, attract or create for the second part of the year. And so it's been it's been a very healing journey, learning um, from different philosophies, from different cultures in this case, from a very spiritual culture, how to just live better and just how to um, be more graceful in in the sense uh, in how we handle things, how we mediate the outer world with our inner world and how we can establish just like a better relationship with ourselves and I'm just really inspired by that so today I'm sharing that from a very similar space that I did last year because last year I was so stoked I was so excited about Matariki being the first year ever and this year I I sadly am not in Aotearoa New Zealand to be there to celebrate Matariki however I am feeling definitely kind of like a cycle ending from like Matariki last year and this beginning of Matariki. So Matariki pretty much for those of you who don't know who might not be from New Zealand or who might not know of the holiday or who did not listen to my other episode. um, Matariki is pretty much a public holiday of course um, that is sort of the new year. the, The Maori new year. So it's kind of a time where people gather and reflect upon what they want to let go of and how they want to live their new year. There's a lot much more profound meaning to the holiday. So I think I would absolutely love to do to dedicate a special space, a special episode to talk about Matariki just because right now I can't really just put, you know, it's I'm, I'm utilizing it as um <laughs> as a medium for reflection. Um However, there's just much more and it's just really hard just putting it in a few words. But um, pretty much Matariki, I can, <laughs> in a very simplified way, I can say that it's the, the Maori New Year. Um, I okay, I googled this year what Matariki was going to be because I think the nature of Matariki, it's kind of like changes a little bit, like fluctuates. So there was never like a very specific date as we have for, for instance, a summer solstice. Um, the fact that, I, like, it just fascinates me that something as, as, in a way, intangible, like seasons, something so hard to grasp or even understand 
like seasons we can just kind of like in a calendar just be like bam June 21st summer solstice um March 21st um spring or fall um December 21st or uh September 20 you know it's like those four times in the year where we kind of like mark the beginning of a new season just absolutely fascinates me it's like so systemic while at the same time it's such a natural thing that feels even weird to <laughs> to kind of like I don't, I don't even know it's just kind of mind blows but mind blows me however um I found this amazing way of kind of like understanding how Matariki operates and it says that Matariki operates on a movable feast basis which I adore okay I love the fact that it says that it's on a movable feast basis I think it really speaks for the nature of being such like um of being like a holiday that aims to align with the season to align with the end of something and the beginning of something else um aligns to nature and nature fluctuates nature is never truly like super precise or even perfect like it is perfect but at the same time it's not perfect if you know what I mean you know it's kind of like natural like imperfection is natural as it can anyway 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 to me it kind of that concept of like op, like that Matariki operates as a movable fee spaces it's kind of like fascinating because it kind of mimics the the nature of the <laughs> of the holiday anyway so last year it was around I remember that it was right after summer solstice or in this case winter solstice so June 21st um I believe it was June 24th last year and this year it's going to be uh July 14th which is a couple weeks difference or three weeks I don't really know a couple three weeks difference um a little bit of a significant difference if we're considering that it's um you know that it's I mean it's not as precise as like like a solstice for example um so this year you know like at the beginning of like well towards the end of June I was like mm, it must be like Matariki already like it must be Matariki so to me it always felt so natural like to me it made sense like last year that it was you know that people well well bef- a little bit before where people were all, were already speculating that 2022 was going to be the year when Matariki was actually going to be official um and when I learned about it to me it was just so it made so much sense And at this time right now, I can truly feel kind of like just reflecting upon the space, the time and space that I was at last year moves me so much. <laughs> and it also feels like a whole year. Like this is, it truly feels like, um, it truly feels like such a, a connection with that time. And like, it's kind of like a, like an era that communicates with the other one. You know what I mean? It does really feel like a new year, like the end of something, the beginning of another kind of era. I don't really know. Matariki always made sense to me. I would really love to talk about it at some point, but I really need to move on from that right now to start making sense about what I want to talk about. Um, so this was the first time 
the well I mean this is my first summer solstice in the northern hemisphere and it's been amazing however it's just been really challenging it was a really winter was exhausting it was excruciating it was fucking hard and I'm so glad that it's over I I cannot fully at like I can just not fully point uh or blame the winter for the really difficult times that I went through however I think I saw and I acknowledged the fact that we live in a physical world and as much personal work we do or as much you know stability we aim to cultivate in our lives there's I mean everything fluctuates and like there's moments when the external world and like different factors from like our surroundings are really going to impact the way that we feel so this year for me it truly felt like the winter was it was it was just a really harsh time I can safely say that it was probably um the year with the most uh was just like some of the most difficult things that I've ever experienced in my life and if we're considering that like last June let's say July to this July was like a whole year I can just be like yeah just the (laughs) the hardest year of my life but at the same time the most amazing year of my life it was really weird because I kind of like felt like I it was the most unstable year ever I moved eight times eight times I moved okay so it was from physical physically stable to just like feeling like it was just so fluctuating and so all over the place so it was really unstable but at the same time I felt the mo like on other moments of course I felt like I tasted the most stable I've ever felt in my life like the most stability like I truly tasted stability and I was like oh wow this feels like really good you know like I'd never really tasted this I think you know so I think for my first time at least in my young adult life I I was able to taste something different and that was stability and 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 that felt really really great you know and I'm a I'm a I'm a big advocate on this um, like in my life and of course on this podcast that's why that's why it's around here um because I truly believe in the fact that we are our own our we're, we're we are our own homes we are our own best company and and we must nurture and cultivate a relationship with ourselves um and that everything comes from from within however i think this year i truly experienced just kind of like the chaos that can really that just like feeds onto the internal chaos and vice versa you know so kind of like the two different the the different facades of of that very chaotic energy so I'm just really happy to be sitting here on summer in summer and reflect in like looking at that era as something that feels so far away so I'm truly grateful this year I also experienced for the first time in my life simultaneously as I was really hurting and as I was really just digesting a lot of trauma and a lot of pain as I was doing that I experienced the magic of putting our what hurts us in this case or what we you know let's just say what we feel in this case for me was was really what was really hurting on paper I okay I literally say this every single episode I'm always like 
journal and like you know like write your feelings down and cry them out but this time I I swear to God this year I convinced myself even more of this practice of this way of this kind of like as a way as a path to truly heal I've never seen my pain as an asset to do anything you know what I mean like like pain there's so many different ways of experiencing pain there's so like there's nothing in particular you should do you know like each each process each process is different each person is different this year however I think yeah it was for the first time that I was that I simultaneously for some reason was able to document my pain in a way where you know I was putting it on paper I was writing about it and in this case I was filming I I wrote and shot a short film my first experimental short film and I screened it and I truly had no no desire to explore anything else other than the pain that I was truly feeling and the conflicted feelings that I had of in this case you know displacement multiculturalism navigating three languages three different cultures three different continents in less than two months you know what I mean it was just kind of like such a such a a shift of just changes from like physical space and how you know that really impacted my internal space and how I could mediate that and some somehow mitigate the mitigate the pain if that was even possible I don't really know I think I think I was curious this year as I was hurting to simultaneously try to maybe not even understand but just look at it and kind of put it somewhere put it materialize it and be like okay what is this you know what I mean um it was really special um because I'd never truly been I mean I love putting creating things and and you know I, I keep talking about like writing things down and like you know like your your morning pages I don't know what I talk about in here but this year I truly saw the power of um not just storytelling but like sharing of like putting when we put something out there that comes from within and that comes from an honest and vulnerable place it's truly amazing how people with completely different life path life paths could or can can empathize or feel understood or feel seen to me it was really powerful the night of the screening for me of that um short film it was around three months that were but between the time three to four months from the time that I started writing to the time where um uh, it was screened so to me of course you know it started I, I started writing it in one place and then it ended up somewhere else but there was like still this aim to just explore if I could not put something into words that was fine you know it was a way of just exploring and experimenting and trying to just be kind with the way that I was looking at myself I think it was also a great exercise to just see from the outside um how I you know how uh how not just how I looked like it was truly just to see from the outside from an external perspective what I was going through or what I was trying to put into words and look at myself as if I was someone else and because we tend to be automatically kinder to others and we tend to be more strict or more harsh with ourselves so looking at 
me from like a different perspective I was able to be like oh my god I'm just like a I'm just like a really hurt puppy right now I should be kind to myself I should I should stop being a you know like I should not really I should not be asking myself all of these things that I'm trying to that I'm pressuring myself to to do or accomplish so it was truly healing and not everybody has I mean not even me and in past experiences where I'm like you know hurting I sometimes I can't even really talk about it I can't really ask for help I can't really you know do anything but this year was really beautiful seeing how something you know a little piece of me that was meaning to explore something just made it somewhere and out of there there were really great and amazing conversations and it was so healing seeing that and I feel like a big part of that era is it feels so far away from now because I feel like it's I like it's been released it's been written down it's been you know kind of seen so it feels released and I think that's an amazing thing about art or anything you know creative anything that we put that we bring into the physical world I think it's amazing the power that materializing something that we have in our heads in our hearts and our you know in our feelings in our in our emotional body can really do so to me that was just really honestly really life-changing and and just really amazing to see with my own eyes and to truly feel better because of course you know like I I was doing you know the internal work that I know that works for me and and therapy and all these things but I think for the first time I truly experienced without any expectation the beauty of creating something honest where I was like if it speaks to someone that's fine if it doesn't I don't really care it kind of speaks to me so that's fine and and yeah it ended up just being a really big success and I'm really I'm just really humbled and really so excited anyway I think that was just a little um (laughs) just a, a really long way to say that whatever you're feeling this at this time of the year um it's absolutely valid you know pain can be can be handled in different ways you know sometimes we can talk about it sometimes we can't sometimes we can put it on paper sometimes we can't and that's absolutely fine sometimes it's way harder to look at something to look at something as we are living it so so we might welcome the second half of the year you know we might get to the summer solstice we might get to matariki feeling so exhausted you know feeling so exhausted feeling heartbroken feeling shattered from what we just lived on the first half of the year you know and that's a very valid feeling to me it happens that always whenever summer arrives of course I'm happy because the weather's better and I love the summer but I have this pressure, this unconscious pressure to always make every summer better than the other one. And of course, I'm not always like in the bet, you know, I'm not always in the, I don't, I don't know, like <laughs> there's no, no always like the conditions to kind of like level up in that way or kind of like look back at some summer and just make it better. Sometimes it doesn't happen like that. So I think that summer does come with expectations and does come with connotations of, you know, like the hot girl summer, the glow up, the fun and the trips and the posting and the photos and all of that. And I think that could be really tough. It could be really tough if we are just feeling burnt out and exhausted, 
you know so I think I just want to acknowledge right here and right now that whatever you're feeling it's absolutely valid and as much as the summer it's for planning and you know looking at your goals and either pursuing them or changing them or seeing what you want to implement seeing what you don't want anymore it could also be a time for you to decide to rest or get to know your physical needs and feed those very basic needs. You know, sometimes when we are going through something really tough, at least myself, sometimes I forget about the most basic things that me as a human being needs, you know? From season to season, we have different like physiological needs, you know, like even, you you know, me during the winter, I'm like hungry all the time. I, I'm eating like four or five times a day and I'm snacking, you know, I love, you know, I need food. On summer, I eat less things. I'm craving more, you know, like more fresh things. I drink more liquids. I don't know, you know, it's different. And sometimes when, when we go through hard things and we are experiencing something um, that's taking probably a little bit more of us than other things, we might forget about our physiological needs and that truly just impacts everything because yes, we are, you know, um, we're spiritual beings and we have minds and we're incredibly smart and our bodies are super wise and there's some sort of system that keeps us alive, but sometimes our physiological needs are not being met and that's just making everything harder and keeps it kind of like on a cycle of unfinished business with ourselves. And sometimes truly what we just need, it's like a sleep or sometimes we're lacking some sort of like vitamin or meal or we're not uh, feeding ourselves properly. Whatever it is, I think I discovered this year just I reconnected with the true importance of meeting those basic needs and sometimes you know whatever it is that you're going through but especially during tough periods of life um, sometimes the best we can do is feeding those basic needs and that's absolutely okay and that's the best we can do so if if you are here um, welcoming summer after a really tough year to a really long winter after whatever it was and you're just feeling motivated to get out of bed make a meal shower go back or if you have work and you're having whatever it is that you're going through I think that's so valid and I understand how hard it can be to see all these people doing things and planning and whatever and and you feeling kind of stuck so I think that let's just remember that it's all an illusion on social media at least and well every you know everything is kind of an illusion at the end of the day but um but yeah it's it's I think everybody's got their own process and sometimes it's it's hard to like people don't really talk about still we don't really talk about um hardship enough and the mental challenges of the winter and the effect of certain things upon our mental health so I think that if you're approaching this summer, the second half of the year, excited and with a lot of energy or either really low energy, just really willing to cover your basic needs, that's so valid and that's so understandable. And I've been in both spots and I feel like I'm actually right now in those of 
in both of those places. I think it's really beautiful the way in which um, human beings or all living beings truly, actually, all living beings shift with the seasons. I think we have a harder time with that because we're human beings, human beings, and you know, there's so many different aspects in our lives that somehow make we're really detached from our nature and from nature in general and it's kind of artificial living in a way sometimes a way that we experience life um but we must remember that we're truly connected to the environment and at the end of the day we are also kind of like on tune with um with the time of the year in a way if that makes any sense so i think we must ask ourselves how prone are we to shift with the seasons um and do kind of like a check-in with ourselves on how our physical needs are being met on how we can support our physical mental spiritual needs all needs in our lives um with this change of season as well as of course like energetic change if you know a little bit about that or if you believe on that at all i kind of find it silly when people think say that they believe in energies or that they don't i mean scientifically it's been it's already out there i i don't know why we treat it as if it was a religion that we're <laughs> aligned with or not but um but yeah if you do believe in energies well seasons do have also their own energies and we can match those energies um asking ourselves how we're meeting our needs um how we're feeling revisit revisiting <laughs> revisiting um how we have been transitioning and experiencing those changes and maybe how aligned how truly aligned we are with the natural world i would also love to acknowledge um the fact that we are all i mean okay i'm gonna use myself as an example because that's the true reason why i'm here right now (laughs) ever here i'm really prone to experience seasonal depression and that truly is a thing and i think it's really important to acknowledge that there's things that truly impact our well-being and our mental health and it's a conversation that we still need to encourage and have, not just during winter, also during summer. Um, I mean, of course, <laughs> I still have really tough moments during the summer and anything can really happen at any time of the year, truly. I recently did um, an interview with my amazing friends from the lovely charity in Auckland neighborhood uh, who do an amazing work around mental health and well-being and we talked about the ways in which I was on which I learned or I navigated winter blues and that truly made me realize that there's so many first of all that I kind of knew how to deal with my winter blues but also I think seasons are a reminder of how of just how fluctuating everything within the natural world is. And even if we forget about it, sometimes we are also part of that natural world. And oh my God, my voice is just, 
I'm so sorry, everybody. My voice is just going downhill from this point. But um, I think, I think, yeah, change of seasons, changing seasons, changes of seasons, changes within seasons is a great reminder that our mental health fluctuates and eras in our life fluctuate and in our lives fluctuate and feelings that we might have fluctuate and change goals and projects that we have also change and I remember one of the biggest takeaways that I learned last year last year as in 2022 but this year as in like it's been one year since last July sort of thing um was during my mental health um rescue no what's the name it's got like a really fancy name it's um mental health um <laughs> anyway my mental health training <laughs> to be support for someone during crisis so during that training we did a lot of exercises to kind of see how fluctuating mental health was and really understand and kind of grasp the fact of just you know how hard it is to pinpoint feelings and 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 things that we think and cross our minds and so I remember that to me was so life-changing and enabled me to really understand even better our own chemistry (laughs) biologically just because we went through this exercise where we were reading archetypes so we had different characters and I remember that we were going through kind of like weekly diaries of our characters. So each of the characters on different weeks, they would be like kind of rating their week. No, they'd be like, oh, this week was an amazing week. You know, I went for a run. I felt very motivated. I, you know, I feel very excited about the future. I saw my mates. It was great. Then there was like another week, you know, like the week after or two weeks after or four weeks after or a month after. It was, you know, completely different. It was like this week the weather's been really bad or this week, you know, work has been really stressful and I felt like there's a lot on my shoulders. I feel really lonely and, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. This week I feel more neutral, you know, all sorts of different feelings and their evolution and just kind of like contrasts and and I got to see that first of all I was not I (laughs) for the longest time I just thought that I was the only (laughs) person not as the only person but I I felt so lonely thinking that maybe I was just struggling so bad and like my feelings were just fluctuating and that I was probably like super unstable and that it was really unnormal and and whatnot and I think it was really liberating realizing that times change and just, you know, we fluctuate and we move with time. Some people, of course, are more prone than others. And of course, there's um, a lot of factors that, you know, we cannot just inherently say that that's natural because, you know, I'm, I'm not a health professional. I can't really have a say on that. However, I think it was really great realizing that there's a lot of different factors that really contribute to how we're feeling and how we occupy how we're feeling within the space that we occupy in the world and how we show up on that to that space that we occupy in the world so um I think that whatever it is that we're navigating we must be really patient and we must take this 
summer solstice in this case this new um beginning of or second uh, half of the year as a reminder that just like seasons change we change and with that um our social circle or physical space our mental health our mental health or emotional space um everything really you know so i think we must see that with a little bit more we should see it okay this is my opinion okay we should see this with like a natural thing i still feel so shy <laughs> just i just don't feel safe enough to say to just be fully unfiltered about how fluctuating my feelings get sometimes and i don't know yeah i think i think we should see it a little bit more natural or maybe if there's some circles where it's seen more natural i should just move <laughs> go more often or you know interact more with these kinds of circles because i don't really feel like it's talked about enough anyway here are the goodies here we have some questions that i utilize as journal prompts and i would encourage you to do utilize them as journal prompts or utilize them as i don't know anything that you that might spark some thought around that if you're listening to this and you just want to like think about them and answer mental mentally that's totally fine if you want to write them down or write them down and, and ask ask a friend um and kind of like talk to each other or i don't know truly anything these are prompts for you to answer in any way that you feel comfortable and inspired and if you want to share them that's really great um i really love the idea of kind of like sharing my personal insights and i mean of course right but like i don't know i've been i there's been moments where i share you know my journal entries with my my friends and we talk about you know yeah things like these and it's really special just how how checking in with ourselves and with other people can become a really nurturing and activity that bonds us with those around us so here's our first prompt what do i want to give closure to so this goes back to the sentiment of um to kind of like the the aura of matariki as a holiday of reflection and releasing and closing cycles and forgiving and you know i remember last year we had this amazing little gathering and we wrote in little pieces of paper things that we wanted to let go of or release or forgive or you know whatever and i wrote a few things <laughs> and we burnt them and it was quite it was a symbolic way of releasing that of getting that weight of our shoulders and you know putting bringing into the material world what was what we had the intention to release so i think that intention plays a big part in here so asking ourselves what do i want to give closure to is a great way to start this insightful journey on this second half of the year on that same line what do i want to welcome so you can think of feelings opportunities people um etc truly i think it applies to all 
So what do I want to welcome? You can write this as a, as a list. Um, you can kind of like make a little mind map. You can kind of even like make a little collage, whatever you want. What do I want to welcome? Next we have, in what ways can I support my physical, my emotional, my spiritual body? So for this, these kinds of prompts, I really like having, I'm very visual, so I love having kind of like different areas where I can write down, that I can fill up. So I kind of like make little circles with each category. So I have physical and emotional, spiritual, you know, you can write any other areas of your life that you would want to instigate and understand or, you know, restructure in ways that you can support. So in what ways can I support my emotional, physical, spiritual body? Next, we have really important to acknowledge what we have been through, no matter, no matter how uh, challenging or proud it made us or sad, happy, whatever it made us feel. What am I proud of myself for accomplishing or navigating these past few months so we might see some things as accomplishments we might see some others or as just tough moments that we managed somehow to navigate and go through so in this case you can make like you can but use both categories I think in my personal life I can see definitely this year as something that brought me a lot of things that I'm proud for accomplishments as we can say but some others were just hard times that I still don't understand why they came here for and I just see them as eras that I navigated so what am I proud of myself for accomplishing and for navigating these past months of our year very important to acknowledge what we have done with what we know, with what we have. This one changed my life and it made me break out of, (laughs) it made me step away from a few dynamics and spaces that I was holding. What have I been tolerating? What have I been tolerating? This one really made me think of the things that I, without intention, would just like keep around me or that were already kind of like a habit, second nature, that I was not really questioning, that I was maybe not really seeing clear enough or that I was not really asking myself consistently, like kind of like doing a check-in if it was like still serving me or if it was still feeling right. So what have I been tolerating could be a really powerful and confrontational question. The answers that I got the first time that I saw this question, I was just shocked. (laughs) And it was really hard to accept, I think, no? Like I was trying to find excuses for things that I clearly just needed to release or to I just needed to maybe realize that um that I was mostly tolerating way more than nourishing or enjoying or getting benefit from or loving you know so what have I been tolerating 
goes over here for you to think. <laughs> Next we have how and where. So this could be a double question. Once again, we can write that as a list or two columns or two little bubbles or whatever. How and where do I want to put and utilize my energy? So how do I want to use my ener my energy for or how do I want to use utilize my energy? I think I repeated that. How do I want to utilize my energy and where do I want to put my energy towards? So also a really good prompt to ask ourselves, not just right now, but consistently. Kind of like as a really um, efficient way to check in where your energy, where we want our energy. And then we can ask ourselves, where is my energy currently going to? That could be kind of like a good way of first initially asking ourselves where we want it to go, where our intention is, and then kind of having a reality check of where it's actually going and how we are utilizing it. Are we utilizing it as currency? Are we treating it as something that we need to nurture in order to have more of? Or are we just kind of like using it as something that never runs out and something that, you know, it's, I don't know, it's only for others to decide and not ourselves. Anyway. What um Oh, okay, this is a really cute one. I it took me a little while to remember the meaning of this when I wrote it down. So now that now that the now that the days are longer, how do I want to utilize sunlight? <laughs> I can't deal with how cute this is. Okay, so yeah, how do I want to utilize sunlight? How do I what do I want to do in the sun? I have a little gift for those of you in the winter because we could use the exact same thing. Actually, for winter, it could be even more powerful because if we have, of course, limited sunshine in the winter, um, kind of like asking ourselves how we can utilize sunshine if we have access to it, um, it could be really special just realizing that a little walk could be what we need right now or something that might make us really happy when we have a limited resource like sunlight in some places and then I love asking on journaling sessions um just to write down I mean I love writing down not asking but I, I just love writing down the things that have been giving me life lately and it's kind of like a little mix of um kind of awareness and gratitude and acknowledging and seeing those things in our lives that truly work out and sometimes are truly really simple and priceless priceless even sometimes um so to me I made I made a little list in here this is such an efficient um 
set of notes that I put together for this episode. Truly, I did not even remember that I wrote so much and I'm just kind of like going through all my notes and it's amazing. So asking ourselves what has been life-giving lately, what's been giving me life, no matter how simple, no matter how small or no matter how big and how extra, it's important to remember and to see what actually is serving us. So to me lately, it's been live music. I've been loving going to to gigs, been going to DJ sets. Um, recently in France, there was Fête de la Musique, which is like... Um, uh, <laughs> not me being able to translate the music party musical party I don't know it's like literally all the con- I think it happens all over the country um, um, in Paris it was just like the entire city was like different like everybody was you know going to their own gigs like different music all over party all night long um, all sorts of genres all over amazing just a wide diversity of music and people just gathering to enjoy sound so that was pretty amazing and reminded me how happy that makes me so live music has been giving me life uh going to public spaces to like shared spaces like parks and gardens has been amazing in places like Europe where during the winter sunshine is limited And once you get like longer days and, you know, there's sun almost every day and people start sharing gardens or just going out and having a picnic or having their lunch breaks or just reading a book or whatever it is, just taking up space in the sun in kind of like it kind of like makes it part of like a collective experience. You know what I mean? So I I, I've been adoring just doing those just going to yeah to public spaces where there's more people and just literally being there you know if either if I'm reading or if I'm like if I bring my mat and I'm stretching or if I'm like painting or doing nothing or listening to music or eating or whatever it is or writing my episodes I don't know um that's been really amazing I've also been loving um, reconnecting with movement. So running has been amazing. I'm a really bad runner. Well, I should not be judging myself that hard. I am getting into running. I'm working and I'm building up my stamina for running. Um, I guess I'm learning how to breathe like a runner. Because a lot of running is the breathing. And I think it's amazing looking at how truly of how powerful breathing can be and like just yeah and like how kind of like grasping into like that control yeah like that healthy control and like how your body can really regulate that I don't know it's just magical so running has been amazing of course being outside um swimming swimming's in the ocean I fucking love them um they're so healing they make me so happy um Grabbing food, cooking with or for someone. Love that. Miss that. My kitchen is tiny at the moment. Um, so not really doing that as much anymore, but I really miss that. Making art and writing. I've been writing a lot again. I've been writing, yes, um, 
Yeah, I've I feel kind of once again in like um like a prolific time to write and do things like creative stuff. I think that yeah, mostly because it was a very long winter. I'm just kind of like in the mood to make things and after testing that of like, you know, just putting of yeah, of like storytelling and putting things out there, I was just like, Oh, it's just really fun making art just for the sake of making it, not really for anything else. So I've been painting and and um and writing it and it's been amazing. Um been enjoying going places, taking photos. This has always been a thing for me, so I'm not truly anything <laughs> new here. Um curating playlists and sounds has been amazing. I recently went to this um uh to this atelier, so like this um uh, like mm it was it was like a class like a master class for sound for sound design and it was amazing seeing encountering sounds and seeing them and treating them as textures that's how we would call them and how we would treat them like and it was amazing kind of seeing sound as its own art form and just the quality I don't know it was incredible so curating playlists and recording sounds and experimenting has been really fun I don't know where where that's gonna go but it's just really fun um yeah (laughs) anyway um not questioning my current feelings just sitting on my feelings not really trying to understand every single thing um as much as I love looking and understanding a lot of things and questioning honestly most of what's around me sometimes what I need is just letting myself feel and not really not really just be on my own way and trying to ask explanations for everything. So sometimes I've just been enjoying just sitting with my own feelings and just feel things and not really try to rationalize everything. Setting intentions has been amazing. Just kind of like waking up and playing. Oh, okay. Let me show you something. Are we ready for this? I'm sure you're not ready for this, but let me show you. So that little singing bowl I play in the morning, just like literally just like a little boom, just that one. And it's kind of like just like a literally like a three second thing where if I'm running late or something, I can just really quickly just set an intention and I don't know, just yeah, just kind of like ground myself a little bit. That feels really great. Nature has been making me happy. I truly miss New Zealand nature, miss it so much, still grieving that. So whenever I have a time, just I, I guess that's why I've been loving parks. So whenever I have the chance to, I just love reconnecting with nature, really missing it. But definitely it's been still giving me life. Um, reading, once again, I'm free from uni now. So reconnecting with readings that I am doing for pleasure. It's been incredible. Last summer I read um, This Is Your Mind on Plants by my absolute religion and uh, my idol icon in life Michael Pollan (laughs) Michael Pollan I absolutely love you and you're my favorite this is really embarrassing I need to stop saying this but anyway 
by Michael Pollan was incredible. So I'm actually rereading it. I started rereading it yesterday just because I was like, I really want to refresh this. It's such an amazing read. So finding a little summer read if you're into summer reading, into reading it. <laughs> Into, into reading it's amazing um audiobooks are fun i don't know podcasts just kind of like consuming some sort of content that makes me feel smarter smarter it feels really good and yeah cooking for myself it says cooking for myself and others i've been grieving not having a proper space um i'm excited when i do that again picnics ultimately comes to sharing and cultivating adapt this list to any okay cool so so this list we can adapt to any season that's pretty much the takeaway of the whole thing that I read I was just meant to read to read adopt this list to any season so this is (laughs) so this is my list that I love making when I you know if we have a journaling workshop I look I love doing it whenever we have one you know either even if that's like once a month or every three months or you know every once in a while I love just writing down things that make me happy it's a way of getting to know getting to know myself better it's it's a way of saying thank you it's a way of acknowledging what does work in my life what makes me happy so um and yeah, it's an amazing, like, I started doing that with people if I did, like, a little trip or something and we were traveling or something, just kind of, like, making a little list of, like, highlights um, was, like, a little fun activity that um, made us reflect um, upon, yeah, like, widely refl- reflect on the time that we spent um, together, that we, yeah, had together. Yeah, anyway, um truly my voice is just I'm so done with it I'm so ready to sleep so I just want to say thank you so much for sticking around and listening truly I'm so grateful that um that people listen and that we text and (laughs) I truly love seeing um your thought like reading your thoughts and hearing from you it's truly very special having a platform where I can do that and that's mainly the purpose why I started doing this and why I do this truly um I write direct edit I'm my own chef I do everything for this show so if you love it please share it (laughs) please share um rate as well you can rate this and also there's a patreon where we have um monthly journaling workshops if you enjoy the journaling aspect um i'm really willing to cultivate and connect um a community where we can just gather and journal and yeah just talk about things that we've read or found interesting or whatever so if you love that go on our patreon which is on the description uh, of the show and yeah so grateful that I get to share this space with you so I really hope you have a wonderful week a beautiful second half of the year I truly hope that whatever you're navigating um, feels lighter and is even better than the first part of the year and that we we should just yeah take I really wish that I hope for all of us to find peace 
with what we keep encountering and just do the best with what we have that's kind of my wishes for we all <laughs> thank you so much for listening um follow follow the show on amara podcast and follow me at bimbarella <laughs> bimbirella and i'll see you on the next episode thank you so much have an amazing week lots of love and hugs <laughs> bye